out of work, sober, you sat around the house all day, but now it's Duff time. Duff, the beer that makes the days fly by. Beer. Now there's a temporary solution. These all feel... So here's my thing. Here's my whole take on um, this season. So, yes, I said there seems to be like some really good ones in it. But a, a, quite a few of them just kind of feel like short snippets of The Simpsons. The, Sim sure. the Simpsons. Uh, mm -hmm. Not like a full episode. Which is weird because they're still drawn out to be a full episode. But they do feel like just quick snippets of what's happening. You know? Well, speaking of uh, shorts that get drawn out to a full-length episode, on January 21st, 1990, we get the third episode of The Simpsons, Homer's Odyssey, which was written by Jake Hogan and Wallace Walidarski, who will show up again very much so on The Simpsons, and it was directed by Wes Archer. I listened to the commentary on this, and this was Wallace and... Jay, I should call them Kogan and Walidarski. Mm -hmm. uh, they're a writing team. This was like their first ever thing for television because they, they wrote jokes for Carson and did stuff like that, I think. I might be getting them confused with two of the other writers. but So they were... Uh, maybe that was Al Jean and Mike Reese. I can't remember. But anyway, they wrote this episode. Th they said this was the first script that was ever finished uh, for The Simpsons. And it was done where before like while the shorts were being done still they didn't know mr burns was going to be named mr burns mm. they claimed that they didn't even know marge was marge okay they uh so like they had mr burns as mr meanie in oh, the script okay. um the script might be on that dvd i don't know but i think this all reflects that because <laughs> this episode is rough I, I, I'm sure it's still head and shoulders above the shit that you get post-2002, <laughs> but it's it's kind of rough yeah. to watch. It is definitely, and it's called Homer's Odyssey. It's an episode about Homer. The first third of it is a is the Bart show. It's all about Bart. But there are a lot of firsts in, in this episode, mm -hmm. so we can point them out as we go. So uh, the episode starts, oh, I should I should mention the gags. Because we should do that since they do it differently. So the chalk gag for this one is, I will not skateboard in the halls. Right. Nothing funny there. No, and then just the... kind of like pointing out that he skateboards, which we see in the opening sequence anyways. And the couch gag is the family uh, goes on the couch and the couch collapses. Yep. So it like falls apart. So this episode starts with Bart's class is going on a field trip. Yes. He is, I, I think that there's like a couple of good lines here where Mrs. Kerbopel is like, we don't want to like, we don't want to happen whatever happened on the, the trip to the state oh, yes. prison. And Bart has to go, but Mrs. Krabappel, I swear I didn't unlock that door. Like, <laughs> like, like implying that he caused like a prison riot. Right. <laughs> He's the ultimate. Ba I think at this point already, Bart fever had swept the nation. Sure. Everyone knew. Everyone loved Bart. Which, like, based on what we've already seen, like, it's so weird to think about. But but he I was mean, the practical there... Joker. He was the class clown. 
Yeah, he's, he's the real to... Venice the Menace. Right. Yeah, it was just something that we apparently need, came along at the right time. We get Bart needing to find a seat, and the only place to sit down is next to Wendell. Wendell not used very much. No, but only used forward. in these specific, like, instances. Yeah, so he's, like, he's pale, and I think he's pale because he's, like, a very sickly kid. He's gotta be. Um, but we Makes find out he, he gets sick on every bus ride. He gets car sick. Right. I guess. Which, like, I think there were kids that would get... Because, like, the buses, I remember as a kid, always had terrible fumes because yeah, it was the 90s. Smell. And that gross, like, pla- like plasticky leather smell. Yeah, that whole horrible leather. They would clean it with bleach, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I, I'm not so. And then some kids get motion sickness anyway. So like, I wouldn't be surprised if like this was a recurring thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember kids getting sick on the bus, but I, I remember, I remember people like feeling sick on the bus. We we um, had kids getting sick, and we had a kid who like peed his pants and it like rolled down the damn aisle it was disgusting oh god yep that's horrible yeah i did Um, not have good experiences i hated the bus and i never wanted to get on one ever again i did like krabappel tells the story about not sticking your hand out not sticking your arm out of the window because you'll get it chopped off and Bart goes like, and I was that boy. <laughs> like, even even like kind of dejected that he has to sit next to Wendell, he's, he He's still, still has to be the star goofy. of the show. Right. So then we get, I'm, try, I'm, I'm going through my notes trying to make sure we don't miss a lot because I feel like there's not a lot of stuff there to isn't. talk about. And I'm like, well, am I missing anything? I think that's about, probably about it. Like, so they, they get there on the... Oh, well, no, no, no. no. Oh, well, wait, can't... no. Oh, no. So Mrs. Krabappel yells at Bart and says that if he does, if she hears another word out of him or whatever, if he does anything, she's going to make him sing in front of the entire class. Right. Because he thinks, Bart thinks that Mrs. Krabappel is, or that Wendell's going to puke and he's trying to warn her and she's like, it's Bart. So she just doesn't pay any attention to it. Yeah. Which the punishment of having to sing in front of the entire class is exactly something that Bart would want to do. (laughs) He would do it anyways. But then we get the introduction of Sherry and Terry, yep. who are the the troublemaker twins that yes. act like they're they're goody two shoes, but they're the like twins. The Tibble twins. That's that what I just said. said. Yes. They're not as bad. Okay, <laughs> folks at home, add this to the list because Arthur is de- Arthur's getting added to this list. <laughs> I can't wait to do our Arthur episode. Oh, it'll be great. The Tibble twins might be my most loathed characters <laughs> in all in the pantheon of culture. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I'm not gonna put them up there with the Tibble twins. But they are they are trouble they're they're troublemakers that like they're okay. They're the Here's they're a, the troublemakers that are the I'll tell, I'm well, the perfect I'll tell we're wonderful and perfect but we do shit in the background and we and we're horrible little girls. Well, here here's here's an I think we can do a parallel with this anecdotal story of when you and mom took one of the dogs to training. Oh yes. And one of the dogs the the the, the head dog the, head the dog, dog that the, was the supposed to be the role model. dog. Yeah. Xantu. That was the name of the dog. He was very sweet, very soft, loved him. However, <laughs> while we were learning to do something and then she was having us actually have the dogs like sit or stay or whatever, she would turn her back 
and Zantu would walk up to one of the other dogs and either boop him with his nose or bat at him and make it, like, bark or something. And then he would run back and sit down like, I was being good. <laughs> yeah. That's that's Sherry and Terry. Yep. Yeah. He was an instigator. Instigator. Total instigator. Little troublemaker. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. It was very cute, though. I kind of loved it. (laughs) Uh, But yes, on the way, Sherry and Terry are like, we're going to make you sing Bart Simpson. (laughs) And so they decide to kiss him on the cheek. So Bart shouts. A question, though. Are they supposed to look like the Shining Girls? I don't know if they're supposed... They don't look... I don't think they look like the Shining Girls. I mean, they're kind of creepy looking to me. Well, they're creepy because they're twins. And they're purple. Because twins are creepy. Yeah, and they have purple hair. Because every, everything... Their skin is, like, purpley. Well, and, and everything is, like, off-model. Oh. Be- like, all, the colors are so bizarre in this it's season true. anyway. It's true. So, like, if they were made in season two, they probably wouldn't have had purple hair. Yeah. But but they do. Because now they have um, to. So, like, yeah, now they're just stuck with, it, with the purple hair. But, yeah, they're very odd-looking. Yeah, so maybe. Maybe they're supposed to just be, like... I mean, eleven seasons in, we get kind of Adam, twins. Adam Which one's the evil one? Yeah, they look Adam's family-ish to me. Where they, they do, they kind of just look yeah. creepy, like they'd live in a haunted house. I don't know. <laughs> well, well, we end up learning that their dad is Homer's boss, which never comes back ever again. <laughs> so, but yeah, Bart, Bart does end forced, up singing. Bart is forced to sing "John Henry Was a Steel Driving Man," which he changes the lyrics to "Bart Simpson Was a Steel Driving Man." Right. Which, I don't know if anybody knows what this song is anymore. Couldn't tell you. It's, I guess, something that we can uh, mention. Um, I will say, for those of you that want even more in-depth episodes of The Simpsons than us, I will recommend, I'll, I'll give a shout out to a podcast, the Talking Simpsons podcast. Mm-hmm. Rachel, if you haven't checked out them, they have like two hour long episodes per episode. They're very much like us. Mm-hmm. Where the, the longer the better. They they'll go like joke by joke and they'll talk about like where that joke came from. Sure. Which I don't know how they did that with season one because we can't do it with season one either. <laughs> but I'm sure that they went into John Henry was a steel driving man because like John Henry is a it's a folk hero about like a, he's a black guy from I don't know if he, I don't think he was supposed to be like a slave. But, like, it's supposed to be, like, the mid-1800s. No, that he and might like, have been. He, he's supposed to be, like, this, like, legend who just drove steel until he collapses, right? Like, isn't that kind of the, the legend? Like, he just doesn't stop. I think there's, like, a Here. Walt Disney cover. There's, like, a Walt it's Disney a, something. It's a man tasked with hammering a steel drill into rock to make holes for explosives to blast the rock in construction, constructing a railroad tunnel. Is that uh, the same thing as from Django Unchained when you take big rocks and you make them into little rocks? Oh, maybe. Like, because yeah, where Django's you have like, to, punishment like, at the end is going to be... Was going to be helping to build the railroads. Yeah. Oh, it could be then. Yeah, there is a there is a Disney short about called John Henry. I know I've seen it as a kid. If you want to know uh, a little bit here on the wiki, our good friend D- Dwayne Johnson... Is is going to play John Henry in a Netflix original? Oh, I didn't know that. Really? I mean, who knows if this will actually come to fruition or not? I, I'm just, it just says that yeah, in October 2018, Dwayne Johnson will portray John Henry. Oh, how interesting! Which makes sense. 
I'm interested. I, I I don't know if he I don't know if he has the range to do it, but we'll, well find out. Yeah, uh, yeah. But the bell. <laughs> but there are songs about John Henry was a steel driving man. Interesting. I, that's where that's where Bart's taking this from. Um, but I, we only dwell on this one because there's no one that is even our age that will probably remember that. Probably not. Like, if you remember it, you remember it because Bart was singing it. Right. On a bus. But yeah, I think it's supposed to just be like a railroad worker that kills himself from exhaustion because he won't stop. Um, because I he's think like, is, okay. I think that's the... Or like, he gets in a bet. When the agent for the steam drill company brought the drill here. John Henry wanted to drive against it. He took a lot of pride in his work and he hated to see a machine take the work of men like him. Well, That's they decided right. to hold it's, a yeah. test to get an idea of how practical right. the steam That's drill right. was. And he does more than and he does more than he the machine. Won. Yep. He wouldn't rest. He overdid yep. it. And he, he took sick and died. Yep. Right. Right. Also, uh, the modern parable of that is when Dwight takes on the machine in an episode of The Office, which add that to the list. We'll get to it. Uh, that um, one's gonna be tough. No, it's it's your it's your classic machine versus man parable. It's true. It is. Yes. Well, it's all it's, right. It's anybody who has to go against like a computer or a machine. Right. Right. They're replacing everything with computers now. <laughs> Um, so so anyway, back to the Simpsons again. Now that I now that we gave a little advertisement and talked about John Henry, uh, so he sings the song and on what they finally get to the nuclear power plant, which like how far away is it that all this happened? But it's a bus ride. Bart's proud because Wendell actually made it, so he slaps him on the back to say, "Hey, Wendell, you made it!" And he and he pukes all over the bus. <laughs> and I did like all the all the kids like jumping out the windows and stuff. To right? Get away. Yeah, I would be. Uh, that'd be me. <laughs> Um, so we get to... But you gotta remember, like, I think it's more so from, like, the kid's perspective. A bus ride takes way longer from a kid's perspective than it would... Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. now. I always thought oh, yeah. it took like, even so thinking about, long. Thinking about how long I thought it took to get from school to home, and how lo- far away school actually was from home, it was, like, nothing. Right. Like, it, like, but I thought it was, like, the longest oh, time. Oh, it was awful. <laughs> So the, then we get the introduction. Uh, well, not the introduction, but we... Well, in production order, this would have been the first time, and that's why he's black. And that's Waylon Smithers. Yes. Um, so you get Waylon Smithers, who either is black or has a... Tan. Uh, tan. Scholar's kid. Uh, yeah. um, and, and listening to the commentary, he was originally supposed to be black. Um, oh, that's I interesting. Think the, the idea was that they were trying to make a diverse Springfield. Okay. So he was going to be black. And at some point, he he started coming back yellow because Korean animators don't oh. always understand, and that's why you get a lot of weird colors because of the animation. Okay. Korea animators didn't necessarily know how to interpret. Like, why would he be a different color? Sure, like, they didn't understand that. So that's um, interesting. Okay. But then the other thing was Sam Simon did want to make him gay, but subtle. So sure. from the beginning, Sam Simon's idea was like, he's going to be gay, but don't make it like, right. like over the top gay. Right. Um, like make him a normal person that happens to be gay, which they, they, they do make a lot of gay jokes yeah, at his, yeah, his, his so expense. That, right. But th- he's also a very three-dimensional character. He is. He's, a, he's obsessed with burns. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's not like hiding his gayness either. He, 
he's like, he's in the closet. Kind of, but it's I think it's more so because other people say something and he's just like, well, whatever, I'll just go with whatever you're saying, even yeah. though I'm not like going for women. I yeah. Well, I, and I and I wonder how progressive it was at the time that he was. That's hard to to gauge for us yeah, at least because we very were little. Hard for us to gauge. Yeah, but yes, he was originally black and gay, and now he he eventually becomes white. But but it, it is interesting that it it's just one of those random coincidence or random mistakes that just became canon for the show. Sure. But he's giving a, he gives the, he does an old film film strip. It's our first film strip on the Simpsons, which <laughs> becomes a running gag, um, which is a great part of the Simpsons lore is the film strips. Mm-hmm. But this is smiling Joe Fission. Who's this like little Adam who must be like the, the power plants mascot and he gives like yeah. like a presentation on what nuclear energy is sure and it's okay like it's 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 not great but it's it gives you an idea of what's to come with these with the jokes about film strips mm-hmm. i did i like the end one he's like and then we just have this nuclear waste and then we get rid of it and like why the the people putting the, the thing together would be like they sweep it under the rug oh which gosh. obviously is the joke right and then I do also like that after it's over, the kids cheer, which is weird. Like, why, why did they all cheer? Because um, it's over. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Children. Uh, so then uh, they're like, okay, we're going to go on a tour now. And like three or four, like, danger, danger, yes. danger doors open. Like, you really um, shouldn't be entering this zone. Which is definitely tells you, like, the time period that the show was made. to, Because today... People are like, nuclear energy is better than the a lot of the energy that we're using. Sure, um, it's not. Cl- it's still totally not like, clean, right? It's, it's considered a cleaner energy. And back then, the joke was like, it'll it's gonna kill us all if we go to nuclear energy. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's just kind of different how the times have changed and like well, I think where the they're, way they're that, the satire. Sure, and I think the way that nuclear plants are now are going to be a you little. You think bit, they're in better shape than I, they I were would, back then? God, I would hope so. But I kind I'm gonna go with the fact that I would think that they are better than they used to be. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> So they're going on the tour, and Homer knows that the tour is coming through, and he wants to be able to see Bart. Which is on kind it. of cute. Yeah, it's, it's kind, kind of, of funny. So, um, and there's this random uh, coworker that's like, "Well, they're not going to find you if you're just going to sit on your butt all day eating donuts." <laughs> so um, he's in his little he's car. Like, oh, that's right! I gotta get where the action is, and he has this he has this Austin Powers cart. He's <laughs> <laughs> so driving around, and. Um, Bart sees him and he's like, "Oh, hey, Dad! Oh, I did write down that blink. You see Blinky in the river. Do we see? It's our first did, does he jump? Yeah, oh, yes, I do. I do remember seeing Blinky because I got all excited yeah. about Blinky. Bl- Blinky, another icon from The Simpsons, the three-eyed fish. I've always loved Blinky. Uh, I feel like you have a stuffed Blinky, or maybe you thought about getting a stuffed Blinky when we were at Universal. I think so. I didn't. I don't have one. I want one. I think yeah. it'd be kind of fun. You have to see this little helper. I think." probably packed away somewhere packed from like a long yeah. time ago yeah. yeah but yeah get a little blinky <laughs> next time we go i'll just crochet a little yeah, blinky. next time we go <laughs> um a homer looks up because bart says hi and homer ends up hitting a pipe which causes an accident and his supervisor who is sherry and terry's dad fires him in front of everybody in front of everyone very embarrassing very embarrassing and that's and that that's how uh we get into the plot of homer's odyssey it is in that way, kind of like a precursor to the Simpsons episodes, which would start one way, mm-hmm. and then like by the end of the first act, 
the plot would change. Yeah, that's like, true. The first act was like a setup for what it would actually be going on. Right. Homer is encouraged to go find a job. He doesn't have any luck. Uh, there's a montage of people slamming doors in his face. Um, and even Bart slams the door. Like, yes. Like, you can't come home. Yeah. <laughs> and we get our first prank call because Homer in a dis- you know is in despair. He goes to Moe's. And we get the first prank call of the show, which this one happens to... Well, you, you, we'll, Run we'll the listen clip. to it. Moe's Tavern. Is Mr. Freely there? Oh. Freely. First initial is IP. Hold on. I'll check it. Uh... Is I.P. Freely here? Hey, everybody, I.P. Freely! <laughs> Wait a minute. Listen to me, you lousy bum. When I get a home to you, you're dead. I swear I'm gonna slice your heart in half. <laughs> so that is based off of an actual thing? That apparently, like, got passed around back in, like, the 80s, which is, like, somebody would call this, like, gruff bartender and do these prank names. Oh, and really? the bartender didn't catch on for a few times. So, like, there is this just guy asking for alcoholic and IP freely and whatever else. <laughs> and huge ass. Um, hu- I'm huge ass. Huge ass was my favorite. That used to be my... Uh, huge ass is the best. That one. was my name on uh, SOCOM. On the PS2. Oh, that's right. You were you were huge ass. I was huge ass. <laughs> Everybody called me Hugh. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> yeah, one of the one of the bad things about like be, being a being a kid when you grow up when you play online video games, you make that online name when you're like ten years old, and you're stuck with that. Like twenty <laughs> years later, you're like, why the fuck did I make myself Peter Griffin? Like, why is that? <laughs> Well, well, the funnier thing with SOCOM, you could change your name every time you oh, logged in, you so you were okay. You but uh, yeah, I. But you were consistently huge, huge ass. ass. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As opposed to, as to now, where you would be Zap Rostower. Yes, absolutely, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. <laughs> if anybody plays online and you see a Zap Rostower, it could be me. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Oh, by the way, add that to the list. So <laughs> the final sacrifice. <laughs> I I don't have anything else to say here except for that margin. I wrote margin Bart, margin Homer on the are on the wrong side of the bed for the next scene because they're talking about in bed how Homer can't find a job and Marge tries to get a, her old job this as a rollerblading waitress. Yeah. So she takes that up while Homer's out of work. Right. So so they have some money coming in. Um, but they are on the wrong side of the bed. I don't think I noticed that. Okay. Yeah. Because Homer's always on the, if you're looking at the bed, Homer's always on the left, Marge's always on the right. Right. And for whatever reason in this episode, they they flipped sides. And I think that's like stuck with me, that that's like where the the man and the woman belong. (laughs) (laughs) Like, because that's how I sleep. Rachel goes to bed with her husband. That's how I sleep. It's like, nope, I am on the right. Yes. You are on the left. Plus that's like the closest to the door. Yeah. And that's where I sleep. I don't know why. It's just that's how it is. (laughs) So Homer gets into like a deep depression. He's lying on the couch. He's doing nothing. And the kids are concerned. Like 
they're they're surprisingly like trying to like get him to do something mm-hmm. like bart eventually like just decides just to take it well i guess we'll just take advantage of the old guy right and so he asked him for oh he asked him to sign his report card yes which shows that bart's getting an f in social studies an f in math a d in pe a u in science a u in reading and a u in writing i guess that means underperforming okay maybe but a d in pe i'm kind of surprised doesn't want it he, i bet he played like dodgeball once oh, so they yeah, like maybe. couldn't give him enough but i i guess this is this is another thing where like people got up in arms against the simpsons because he was an underachiever and proud of it right um like there was a t-shirt that said that like parents thought that like he was the worst role model yeah he was a huge it's like, like a guy, bad influence on people parents would be fucking folks at home you're lucky if you're if your kid is is bart like nowadays probably like like he's just kind of a wise ass. Yeah, he's, like he's, he's just not a wise like ass. that bad of a kid. He's just a smart ass. If if he if he uh, applies himself, he can actually do something. Well, he, well, we'll get to that episode yes. in the next season. Yes, because that is a good one. That is that is that's the way the kickoff season too. But, right. So ho- I I do also like the animation where Maggie pokes him in the eye. It <laughs> 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 just bubbles. <laughs> So Homer sees a beer commercial while he's just laying there and he decides, uh, beer, that's a temporary, it's, it's the most, it doesn't sound like Homer at all when he goes, beer, that's a temporary solution. Yes. (laughs) Like, but he decides to go get one. Uh, but all that's in the, all that's in the fridge. Okay. Hold on. There is a very famous line that Homer says, beer, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems and i know it's yes. not yet but this is kind of a part of that yeah, yeah no, that's beer. A, a running theme is definitely yeah that they do take a lot of shots surprisingly at beer because i can't remember what what in the commentaries at some point they say like fox will let them take as many shots as they want at cigarettes because you can't advertise cigarettes sure. But taking shots at alcohol is hard because alcohol is such a big advertiser yeah. on American television that you, you it's hard to get away with it. And the Simpsons do it a lot. Yeah, they do. They 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 rip into alcohol a lot. They they praise alcohol a lot, but they they definitely they show like they the nasty sides it. of it too. Yeah. Well, I mean the, in the the idea of duff. I never understood that duff is a. Yeah, as a synonym for butt or like a colloquialism for your butt, your ass. Like get off your Oh, get duff. off your duff. I never got that. Like mm-hmm. I I found that like looking in the researching the, the episode. Sure. But that's that's where that comes from. There's no beer in the fridge, so but there is a cake that says, It's okay, Dad, we love you anyway. <laughs> and in a fit of rage he throws the cake like, damn it, no beer <laughs> Like he like like in a crappier sitcom, that would be like the point where he like gets the confidence to like right. Be... He sees it and cries and he's yeah yeah. Um, so he goes and he steals Bart's piggy bank. I do like this joke where he's like, "What have I done? I smashed my kid's piggy bank and there's not even enough for a beer." And he goes, "Wait a minute, let me check." And then he like <laughs> he, he, he he does driving yeah. like yeah. So I didn't this realize is where Homer how... Simpson sad huh? this part gets i don't remember <laughs> yeah. how i was about like, to say this is the part where cow. homer simpson decides to murder himself yes like he really does <laughs> which is so bizarre that this is the third episode of this of this tv show and homer's already trying to kill himself <laughs> 
It's so weird. Uh, so he writes this this note to his family, which like it's dark. It's so and it's a weird note too, and I think it's supposed to be like a joke because it's like never give up and all this like stuff as he's about as to he's go kill up. himself. Right. Yeah. I think that's part of the joke. Well, it is because doesn't he try to move the rock and then he says, I give up. <laughs> it like says, I never get, never give up. And then he's trying to move this boulder and he goes, ah, I well, give he up. Takes, he takes a rock with him. Oh yeah. Okay. And when he gets to the bridge that he's going to throw himself off of, there's already a rock there. <laughs> And he's like, oh, live and learn. Like, Yeah, okay, like, live and learn. Yeah. Jeez. Um, I did like the, the, weirdly, the Winfields, which I guess is this old couple that live, that's their neighbors. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it looks like the old Simpson boy is about to go kill himself. <laughs> like, it's so weird. I thought it was weird that they're just sitting on their porch in the middle of the night. It's very unsettling. <laughs> it's almost like flying a kite in the middle of the night. Hello, mother. <laughs> we'll get to that joke <laughs> one day we'll we'll have 30 minutes on that joke alone <laughs> so i can't remember how the family i think lisa finds the note i which is even more disturbing i can't remember how they they find this but they realize so. that homer's not there right and they they try to track him down i don't know why they think he's gonna do it off the bridge like maybe he added that in the note but the family catches up to him and a car's headed right to, to them and he he gets like the strength of like adrenaline rush so suddenly the, it doesn't matter that he's got the boulder with him he he goes and right. he grabs them and he grabs them all out of the way it's it's that that crazy <clears throat> adrenaline rush of i have to save my family yeah so he's able to save the family and 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 Marge is like, how could you ever think of, like, killing yourself? And he's like, I'm not going to kill myself. Like, I have a reason to live now. I'm going to get a stop sign put on this bridge. <laughs> I mean, it's a very small... Hey, sometimes you only need a small thing to keep you going. Yeah, I guess so. So there's our little moral right there. I hope that <laughs> helps anybody out there. Yeah, you just sometimes you need something. to look for those small things to keep you going. That's right. Like Shelf Life, a podcast for you to keep you going. Yeah. <laughs> wait wait for wait for the next episode of Shelf Life, because there always will be one. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Until we get bored. But then you can go look at other podcasts, like all the ones that we've mentioned in the first three episodes of the show. Like brr 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 and brr brr brr. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> Do you see the problem oh here, my folks? God. Our Simpsons episodes are a circular reference to all the other Simpsons episodes. It's true. Uh, but no, it's a good it's a good little lesson. And definitely get don't do what Homer did here. Definitely go get help. It, there's always there's always help. Anyway, some of that stuff will be cut out. <laughs> Most of it. So <laughs> Okay, where were we? So anyway, the Simpsons. So Homer goes Homer and family go to a town hall meeting which i guess the old mayor is there because it's not mayor quimby yeah but Ooh, it's our first think ap- about that that's true it's our first appearance of and maybe this is just the city council true but it's our first appearance of chief clancy wiggum a <laughs> i don't think he's named wiggum yet but it is definitely the first appearance of wiggum right he acts a he's little pat- differently yeah he he doesn't have i don't even have a catchphrase i lost it (laughs) i lost it he's 
he's not quite there. Um, but he's passing around um, a sheet for for El Barto, this mysterious. <laughs> it's clearly just Bart, right. but like they think it's like something. Some other person is like vandalizing, and they make it. They make um, him look like it's an adult Bart, like on the yeah. picture and stuff. And yeah, well, and El Barto, I think, becomes like a that's a running, running gag and other sure. material. Yeah, like not necessarily on the show, but like video game the arcade mm-hmm. game and stuff like that he he gets up to 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 say he's he's going to um you know I, I think there should be a stop sign here and they immediately say like great done this is this is actually it's a it's a clever pun because homer says you know they think i'm gonna stop at that so- stop sign they're sta- sadly mistaken and i'm gonna let's let's try that one again <laughs> and homer says <laughs> And Homer says, if they think I'm going to stop at that stop sign, they're sadly mistaken. And the whole idea is that he's going to run keep a stop making sign. Yeah. safe signs. But the joke is that, like, you know, you'd, you'd stop at a stop sign. But he decides he's going to put up a bunch more signs. So we get a montage of different signs. Rachel, I don't know if you caught any of the, the spiraling newspaper yes. headlines. Uh, there was one sign that says sign ahead. Sign. There's a sign that says sign ahead. Yes. A sign um, for the sign ahead. I think there's another like the, one of the one of the newspaper headlines was enough already. Homer Simpson. Yes. Yep. Which I like that too. But he he decides that after all the signs have been put up, that nothing is not as or nothing breaks the safety as much as the nuclear power plant. So he is going to take on the nuclear power plant. And Bart actually calls him a hero here. But he doesn't want Homer to hear it. And then he's like, what's that, son? And he's like, oh, I didn't say anything. And he's like, oh, I thought I heard you. Right. <laughs> um, so it's like, you know, a nice little moment that, like, Homer can be, you know, he's a hero now for being, like, an activist, mm-hmm. almost kind of a thing. So then we get a rally in front of the plant uh, with, like, Homer's followers. There's a guy that looks kind of like Flanders, but not. That's, like, I guess in charge of this. <laughs> I like Homer's line, which... Unlike most of you, I am not a nut. <laughs> Which I just like the idea that he he thinks you know. Yes. He he still thinks everyone there is a nut, but he's still on their side. And he is basically brought in by Burns to negotiate because Burns doesn't want the bad press. Which is odd for Burns because I think in future episodes he would just like whatever, right? Like he wouldn't care. Mm-hmm. But the momentum behind Homer's cause is enough that like he decides to like meet with meet with him. We get the first look of Burns's office, which is not as gigantic right. as it would be in the second season. It's not quite as extravagant. The polar bear is still there, though. That's, uh, so that's they, consistent. They kept the polar bear, yeah. And we get uh, a duel between Burns and and Homer, and Burns just tells him that he'll put him in charge of safety at the plant. Basically, to have him to shut him up, right? Um, and I think this might be the first time we get the Homer internal monologue because <laughs> he's like, "Whoa, this guy's got a big desk!" And like he's like, sure. he can't keep he can't keep it straight. Uh, but he ultimately decides to take it. Um, but the first thing he needs to do is tell his people that the plant is safe. Mm-hmm. So he goes out to do it, but he realizes that he can't morally. Like he 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 yeah he look he sees like his family there and he decides like he can't do it. So he comes back and he tells him he can't do it. 
but he 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 kind of outsmarts Mr. Burns here. Oh, yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because he he says like, if you don't give me this job, I'm going to spend every free minute I have fighting for safety, mm-hmm. and they'll and it'll, I'll come after you. But if you give me the job, I I won't have the time to do that. Yep. So like you 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 kind of have to, you have to give me the job. Right. Burns like gets it like burns realizes like oh you you, you kind of got me and and gives him the job back but you have to tell the people it's we're it's over so he goes back out and he tells the people that he's going to make sure the plant's safe because now he's in charge of safety exactly um and then he falls off the the balcony <laughs> but they all catch him in future seasons they would have dropped him or he would have been too heavy and then they would have fallen right um, but but he gets to leave as a hero at the end of, of the episode. And that is the end of Homer's Odyssey. Yes. What did you think of of that one, Rachel, of it, episode three? It's, um, it was fine. Uh, it didn't, like, it doesn't catch me as, like, some of the other ones, like, will that get me, like, excited to watch it. It's, it's a little, I don't know what the word is I want. It doesn't, it's a little disconnected, I feel like. I think it's still, it's slow. Yes. It's still very slow. The plot doesn't really ever get going, and then the plot ends very quickly. Yeah. I feel like it's just a way to make him the, the safety inspector. Oh, it's um, just, a, just a way to change his job. Yeah, and it's so dark that he's that he's going to throw himself off the that bridge. That part it's kind just... of like, I get, it's it's too edgy. You went a little weird for having it be the yeah, third episode. Odd. Yeah, but yeah, that that's... I don't think I think it's I think it's one of the worst. I don't not to reveal my list, but I think it's probably one of the weakest ones. Yeah, of, I thought of it was kind season. of weak. So that was Homer's Odyssey, and we've got uh, we just keep on rolling. So we'll be right back with another episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> 